Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out. Right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Las Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Welcome to Las Vegas and welcome to the future as today you will meet El McDougal, the CEO of TrainPoint, a virtual reality organization located in Las Vegas. Later, you will hear from one of the best pastry chefs in the country, Bridget Contreras drops by today to tell us about life as the person responsible for incredible desserts over at the STK restaurant at the Cosmopolitan. Finally, you'll hear from our three Vegas experts, Luxury Living with Gady Madrano from Flipping Vegas, Brett Maley of Pawn Stars from Art Encounter, and your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. Las Vegas is famous for being first at things, and we've got something coming here that's really going to revolutionize the world of training. It's virtual reality, which fascinates me. And to talk about that, we have Elle McDougall, who's the head of TrainPoint, the company that is in Las Vegas, doing just that. Now, Elle, you have a fascinating background. So before we even get into virtual reality, let's talk about what you did. The trip to a uh, head of a company doing this 21st century um, Technology doesn't usually go through France and through uh, the world of wine. Kind of give us a background. How did you get into this, having gone and uh, really started uh, as a sommelier? Well, my family was technology people, so my parents started a technology company at a very young age, and I, I sort of grew up all around it. And of course, you never want to do what your parents do. So you try to do something as far away from that as possible. So I always used to joke with my dad that I would be a professional drinker. And that was a joke, but I moved to New York City in 2009, and I started making my own beer, and I started teaching people how to make beer, and it was sort of this thing I was doing, and I had this sort of business that was questionable in its legitimacy, but it made me really good money, but there was no real future in it because you had all of a sudden, I believe in around 2011, um, the city of Brooklyn started licensing microbreweries rapidly. So I sort of saw that as a dwindling thing, but I really wanted to stay in the industry. And I was working at a wine store at the time, um, actually stocking and doing deliveries, started at the bottom, needed a job, and really got into wine and became super passionate about it and just quickly kind of accelerated from there. Well, and now you're in the world of virtual reality, and it strikes me that, and it's particularly with training, that maybe what better way to train than to be into something that everybody's interested in yet really don't know a lot about, right? I mean, because you had to teach people, you were making things and so forth, and kind of really uh, developing processes. Well, one of the stories that I like to share is that um, when I started working in wine, I started at the bottom and ended up having a pretty brilliant career with it, but I ended up in France living and working over there, going to school. And I had the opportunity to work in Chateauneuf de Pop. And one of the things that we always hear is how great other countries are. And other countries are great, and France is a great place. But while I was there, coming from a safety technology background, I noticed all sorts of sort of health and safety 
predicaments that, especially in the wine and agriculture industry, were things that I never expected. You know, people die making wine. And that was something that was really interesting for me to see. So I came back um, from France in 2014, and one of the reasons I came back into technology was I wanted to work with my family, and actually that stemmed from the France connection as well. You would have these children that would go off and learn different things and then come home and decide that they wanted to be a part of their family's winemaking business. These are families that have been making wine in France for some of them have records that go back thousands of years, and the land's been split up so many times through the Napoleon laws, so very interesting stuff. Um, had the opportunity to work with really innovative people here um, in San Diego and in Las Vegas, and we sort of saw around the corner with virtual reality, this is something that we can offer people in dangerous situations to help keep them safe, but beyond dangerous situations, it's also extremely resource savvy. Well, yeah. Well, first of all, on the safety side, it makes sense because I know a lot of what you do works with the military and so forth. I mean, there's no room for error there. So what better way to kind of learn it from the ground up and oops isn't a funeral. Absolutely. And you have to think about these really dangerous jobs. So we're working with the Department of Energy right now. And you might say to yourself, you know, Department of Energy campus might have 50 buildings and 500 different job titles there. But if there was a really dangerous situation, most people don't know how to react in that. They've never been in that environment. And you might have a Joe Schmo that's walking through his DOE campus and all of a sudden there's a radiation control emergency and we see it all the time. It's always the most random people that become the heroes of the situation. With virtual reality, you can have every single person that you employ run through these dangerous situations that they would have never been familiarized with. And that's something that I think is particularly interesting about it. It's really an opportunity to kind of take it into the next, into the really the next century. I mean, this really fits. And everybody becomes a first responder, which has got to be a great thing and can really minimize potential damages. Absolutely. So you've got, you know, the person at the front desk, they might never see inside of a specific room or a specific scenario, but if it was very dangerous and they needed to, now you have the opportunity to show them. So we're, we're very excited about it. We see tons of practical application. I was just down with one of our uh, clients, a construction company based in Texas, very cool company, and no one really cares about their people um, quite like people in the safety industry do. And it's more, it's, it's not just about training, it's about upskilling, you know, providing people with skill sets as well. So not only are we going to keep them safe, but we're going to give them confidence. When we allow them to enter in these resource savvy environments over and over, they're building skills confidence, which means when they do go out into the workplace, they're going to feel really good about what they're doing. That's not only going to give you safety, it's going to give you retention. And in these skilled jobs that are so hard to find qualified people for, that's a huge competitive edge, especially for a company like a construction company that may be pulling from the same pool of dwindling resources as far as human capital that everybody's dealing with. Let's take something that's not safety related, like with the sales thing or so forth. I would imagine the opportunity to go through this has got to be cost effective from the fact that your person in New York could be helping somebody in LA or in Omaha or where have you. 
Absolutely. So you have the virtual classroom idea, meaning your very best trainer who may not be able to travel can stay in one place and you can have 10 people in this classroom interacting together, which is very cool. Um, we also have talks about educational posterity. Uh, a lot of these skills training people um, or sales or otherwise, you might have a leader in your company and you want to retain some of the educational expertise they're passing along. You can capture those moments with virtual reality and allow other people to leverage them far beyond maybe that employee's tenure at your company. Let's talk a little about the process. You had me just for a few minutes go into one of these things, put it on and just kind of move around. And it's really incredible and fascinating. Do you find that it's one of those things that the more people use it, the more they become comfortable? Because at first it's odd, you know, it's cool, but it's strange. It's very strange but it is an almost immediate adaptive experience. And the reason that is, is because you are forced to adapt. It's fully immersive. So a lot of the times the reason we're afraid to adapt to new technology as people is because we don't want to seem like idiots, right? You don't want to put this on and look like a moron. But when you're fully immersed in the VR, there's no one else around you. Not to mention the courses that we've developed, we always walk people through one of them because by the time you've completed that first course, you get it. If you didn't get it, you wouldn't have completed the course. So people say, oh, I, I didn't think I was gonna understand, but the adaptive possibilities are endless and they have nothing to do with gender or age or anything specific except can you physically participate in virtual reality? If you can, you can do it. You'll hear more from Al McDougall, CEO of TrainPoint, in just a moment. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi on the BizTalk Radio Network. Do you own a real business that makes real money? Not just an idea for a business, but a real revenue-generating business. Then we have what every business needs to run and grow. Cash. Call the Business Cash Advance Line, and in just five minutes, you could be well on your way to securing up to $1 million in funding for your business. Use the money however you want. Try new advertising, buy inventory, purchase equipment, or pay taxes and other bills. Call now to secure up to $1 million in less than a week. The process is quick and easy. Call the Business Cash Advance Line to speak with an account manager now. Representatives are standing by, so if you need to get up to $1 million in working capital to grow your business, don't wait. Call right now. 800-445-1099. 800-445-1099. Call now. 800-445-1099. That's 800-445-1099. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit orleanscasino.com. 
Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid Minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. Do you own a real business that makes real money? Not just an idea for a business, but a real revenue-generating business. Then we have what every business needs to run and grow. Cash. Call the Business Cash Advance Line, and in just five minutes, you could be well on your way to securing up to $1 million in funding for your business. Use the money however you want. Try new advertising, buy inventory, purchase equipment, or pay taxes and other bills. Call now to secure up to $1 million in less than a week. The process is quick and easy. Call the Business Cash Advance Line to speak with an account manager now. Representatives are standing by, so if you need to get up to $1 million in working capital to grow your business, don't wait. Call right now. 800-445-1099. 800-445-1099. Call now. 800-445-1099. That's 800-445-1099. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Andy Film Minute. For those willing to venture toward the unknown, Todd Berger's It's a Disaster is a wonderfully obscure comedy, here to rescue the comedic adventurers from weak drivel and contrived laughs. Set at a couple's brunch gone awry, thanks to a surprise announcement of a divorce, Berger's script quickly ups the stakes with an off-screen terrorist attack that unleashes toxic gas into the atmosphere. After sealing up all the doors and windows, the four couples have no choice but to confront some serious issues in what may be the last few hours of their life. Berger's script brought to life by the comedically charged cast, including the familiar faces of Julia Stiles, David Cross, and America Ferreira, is a knockout. The laughs don't stop from the moment we first see people on screen and only get bigger once the looming threat of death by dirty bomb forces the characters to act in more and more irrational ways. Almost no one saw this one at the theater. A comedy with a terrorist attack is a risky bet. But It's a Disaster is a find, delightfully pitch black and filled with acerbic wit. Like your jokes rapid fire and as dark and jarring as a shot of espresso? Dive right in. It's a Disaster. Not in theaters. Discovery through rental. Find us on the web at IndieFilmMinute.com. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas, from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? (laughs) That is the case. (laughs) Yeah. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to the CEO of TrainPoint, L. McDougall. TrainPoint specializes in using virtual reality for the jobs of the 21st century. 
Now that's cool, but let me ask you, you mentioned age, and I know my father struggled with the concept of a VCR for years, you know, because it was new at the time. Do you have, um, as part of how you sell this and so forth, is part of it to get people feel comfortable, like nothing weird's gonna happen, you'll be okay, and uh, you know, it, it, I guess it would be just a matter of getting them in there and getting them used to it. Absolutely. Sometimes just getting people to put on the mask and participate is the biggest challenge because once they do it, like I mentioned, it's fully immersive. You're, you're there, you're in there, and you start to get comfortable right away because that's what human beings do. We, we adapt to our situations. Um, I will say we do see that there is a particular age group that is resistant to it, and it tends to be an age group that is older, but but believe it or not those are the same people that I mean they hop in there right away and boy they get it really quickly and they see the value so uh, I recently showed our lock tag um, lockout tag out module to an 89 year old lock tag expert and this guy hasn't left the workforce because he's the only expert this company has and he said wow that was really cool and I can really see how that would be beneficial and we, we never hear anything otherwise, truly. So let's kind of look to the future now. Well, what do you think? I mean, right now you're doing a lot of military stuff. You talked a lot about safety. As you kind of put your crystal ball out, where, would you, where do you see this? Because I know this isn't like 10 years down the line. This is like right now and maybe next year we're at a whole nother level. So surprisingly enough, I, I think of myself as a very forward thinker. You know, but every time anybody puts on that mask, they walk away telling me something that they think this would be good for that I had never even thought of. So we have companies right now who are talking to us about utilizing it for onboarding procedures. And I think to myself, you know, I don't really get that. But then when somebody says, you know, during an onboarding procedure, I have to have somebody take this person around, show them the facility, show them where their, their PPE is, show them everything. And then they have to do this three or four times a year. And I, every time I have to dedicate these resources, I say, hey, I get it. You know, people talk about soft skills training, allowing people to enter these virtual classrooms and sort of have this opportunity to engage and speak with people and interact with them and in different types of environments that might make them more comfortable with communication, um, sexual harassment training. I hear it all the time. Um, I think that, you know, there's all sorts of interesting ways to leverage technology for the good of the people. But my personal goal, something I'd like to see, is uh, we've seen people utilize VR for pain management. And that is something that really blew my mind. So... Yeah, pain, pain management. I'm really, I, I want to take this somewhere. So it, it can even do something, you see it as a kind of a, something to the medical field, because I know just from some of the interviews I've done in the past with some of these futurists in, in the world of medical, they're constantly looking for ways to not only get ahead of the technology, but also make this more cost effective. And it seems like, boy, if you could do something like that, that's sure going to be uh, eventually more cost effective than medication or what have you. As far as cost effectiveness of virtual reality, as it becomes more mainstream, it's like anything. The more the equipment becomes ubiquitous, the cost just gets driven down and driven down and driven down. And we've seen it probably go down hundreds of percentage points in the last five years. It's absolutely unbelievable. From the kit you saw today costing $20,000 five years ago to today costing somewhere between $3,500 and $2,500. As far as pain management is concerned, um, I know somebody who recently worked on a project to bring virtual reality to a gentleman who was dying of cancer. 
And this gentleman had had certain travel experiences with his wife that were very meaningful to him. So they developed a scenario with inside of Google Earth where he could travel to these situations and experience them. And he spent several hours in there. And of course, beyond it being just very touching for him, it was very much an escape from his reality. Uh, the reality for him was a harsh one, uh, one where he's dying and he's faced with pain and the pain and the sadness of people around him. So during this time, and, and, and he was immobile as well. So during this time in virtual reality, he gets to escape that. My goal would be to see a virtual reality headset in every single veterans hospital and every single hospital across America so that people could take a break from their pain. Oh, I love that. Here's something a little less important, but yet people that listen to the show always want to go to Las Vegas. <laughs> Maybe we bring Vegas to them some way. In other words, could you see, not just Las Vegas, but really anywhere in the world, where you could take people like to the Golden Knights thing and feel the experience of playing in a hockey game or, you know, that kind of thing with this? Absolutely. And, I mean, entertainment's great because entertainment's dumping money into virtual reality, which means there's so many technological advances that we get to all benefit from. Um, absolutely, I think that stuff's really cool. We're, we're going to see stuff with movies and entertainment. Uh, you can already access Hulu from your Oculus device, which is pretty interesting. Um, I was wearing my mask on, my, on the airplane the other day. I had my Oculus on. I... You know, I, I know that I was kind of a sight to see, but I know that in five years that won't be uncommon at all. Really? So, I mean, are we going to be like right now we see everybody's head down looking at their phones? Maybe we'll sit there with a bunch of these uh, VR helmets on uh, with people looking at it. Absolutely. And actually, I joke a lot with the, my colleagues about how somebody needs to create a safety course for how to safely use VR because that's going to cause quite the hazards as far as people on the streets and walking around and just all the cords and things like that. Yeah, and that brings up something, and I did want to ask you, because there was some fear some people had when I mentioned I was going to do this interview, and they said, you know, what they worry about is, like, whatever they're doing and when they're in this moment, that somebody could come in and rob their house. So, I mean, is it going to be something like a swimming pool where you're going to have to have somebody else there, or, or how does that work? So, that's a great question. First of all, I think you always have to be present, you know, in your, know your surroundings very well. That's something that, you know, should be... Uh, important to everybody, but um, I know that there are certain smart homes that are looking to integrate with these types of systems. So for instance, you're wearing your mask and the doorbell rings, and you might even be able to see with your goggles who's coming to the door. Of course, these are at home um, at home type virtual reality situations. In the workplace, as far as workplace safety is concerned, our number one priority is being able to implement the wireless headset. Right now, that's pretty much it as far as any type of potential safety situation is concerned as somebody potentially tripping over this wire and here you are doing a safety course and all of a sudden you have a workplace incident. Um, but that's actually supposed to be coming uh, within this next quarter. So we're really looking forward to that. Well, prediction. How long is it going to be before the average person is using this either at work or at home or both? What do you think? Well, VR and AR, I'm going to go with mixed reality because that's something, it, it, it's, it's, it's all there, it's all together. I think that we will see VR and or AR in the home, in the workplace within the next five years. 
absolutely. And I, I mean, you think about it, it's, it's really your glasses right there on the table. There's a potential for those to be able to show you all sorts of information and connect. You know, it's potentially, it's, it's effectively just a screen, right? Your glasses. Why couldn't it display information? Why couldn't that information be something related to your emails, your social media, or your job that you might need? More from Elle McDougal of TrainPoint in a few moments. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network. My fickle friend, the summer wind, the summer wind, the summer Hey, Bugsy, you hear the news about Vinny? Yeah, it's a real shame he owed money to the IRS and they finally cut up with him. Just like Al Capone. If the IRS can get to Capone, imagine what they can do to little old Vinny, huh? Poor cat, he was on top of the world, then bada-boom, bada-bing. What Vinny needs now is an offer he can't refuse. Hey, you got a tax problem? Does the IRS claim you owe them a bunch of dough? They can get you too. So call the tax relief line now and learn if you qualify to negotiate your $10,000 plus IRS tax debt for up to a 75% savings. Don't be like Al or Vinny and get busted. Make this free call now. Learn how you may be able to pay the IRS less. Call now. 866-657-8517. 866-657-8517. That's 866-657-8517. Adopt US Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie. This is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit OrleansCasino.com. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see. And there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show. But Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? (laughs) That is the case. (laughs) Yes. 
You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com. Sweet strawberry icing. You're in goodwill and just past that vintage denim jacket you spot. Miniature donut earrings. You lean in. Ah, that's the scent of shopping success. Because at Goodwill, every item you buy funds local job training and more. So bring home those donut earrings and bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. I know what you're thinking. Why would I need a voiceover production company? Well, does your company need a commercial for radio or television? Does your company need an entertaining and informative on-hold message? Are you looking to do an audiobook or web presentation? Then you need a voiceover production company. That's why thousands turn to the pros at Black Eagle Sound Design. Black Eagle Sound Design is home to some of the finest voice actors, producers, and engineers in the business. At Black Eagle Sound Design, you get Hall of Fame professionalism, royalty-free music, and a 100% buyout, meaning the commercials are yours to do with as you please. See website for details. Log on now to BESD.US and find out more. It's time you worked with the best, and Black Eagle Sound Design will be there with you and your project every step of the way. On time, on target, and at a price you can afford. I'm Adele Poole, one of the many talents you'll hear at Black Eagle Sound Design. Visit us at BESD.US. Black Eagle Sound Design, because the voice you choose matters. Let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You're listening to Elle McDougal, CEO of TrainPoint, located in Las Vegas. Are we going to get to a point where we're going to start incorporating things like smell and these different type things like that? I get that question all the time. And for the life of me, I think to myself, you know, sure. Absolutely. I don't see why that wouldn't be a factor eventually, especially for entertainment type things. For instance, you're going you're gonna to talk about the Golden Knights and people being in VR going to a hockey game. Wouldn't it be cool if the room dropped 20 degrees suddenly and you got a little cold? But I think that I think that that will come later, and I think that that may always be something that's a bit more of a novelty. Because when you're fully immersed in the experience, you don't really think about that stuff anyways because you're really there when you're in VR. So finally, let's talk about Las Vegas. We are, couldn't be more thrilled that you chose Las Vegas. Why Las Vegas and what do you think it brings you? I know there's less of a possibility I was reading somewhere in the materials that they just don't have natural uh, disasters in Las Vegas, which <laughs> is a wonderful thing for anybody that lives there. Well, first of all, Las Vegas is a great place. We love Las Vegas. We like the people. It's a total melting pot. There's always a lot going on. You're close to the entertainment industry on a personal note. I'm a big, big food person. I mean, you can't, you can't throw a stone without hitting a world-class restaurant that's got a world-class chef. Um, from a business standpoint, why did we pick Las Vegas? Why do we pick it over the Bay Area or Austin, Texas or all these other places? 
because we wanted to be somewhere grassroots like Las Vegas. That's where really cool stuff gets started with entertainment. And um, from an operational standpoint, you have the University of Las Vegas, Nevada over there, and they have a hospitality program. And that hospitality program is tremendous, of course, considering considering it's Las Vegas. But the casinos can only absorb a certain amount of that talent. And only a certain amount of those people actually want to work in restaurants, bars, casinos. We want those people. We want those people who are customer service driven. We want those people who are friendly and knowledgeable. Um, All of the kids coming out of college now have a technological edge. I mean, when I think about the fact that I hear things like, these kids didn't even have textbooks. That's insane to me. I mean, I had to lug mine halfway around the world when I was going to school in France, but now they have them all in an iPad, which is great. It means they're adaptable. And we are looking to hire people in Las Vegas, provide opportunity for people in Las Vegas, bring business, bring money, and uh, contribute to the growing, bustling economy that is Las Vegas. Well, and do you like the fact that the area is really kind of getting an edge in terms of 21st century technology, like Hyperloop is there up in North Las Vegas. You're seeing Amazon put a lot of stuff there. It's really kind of trying to become, like you mentioned, the Bay Area in Austin, but really is all this futuristic stuff. Are you... um, are you hoping to be a part of that? Well, we are a part of it. And I think that, you know, we'll probably never be an Amazon and that's okay. We're glad that they're driving attention there. And, you know, we, we are just sort of happy to be a part of any sort of technological genesis or epicenter. And we believe that that is Las Vegas. Well, I know Mayor Goodman's probably thrilled. What, what part of Las Vegas did you locate in? So we are on Sunset, Sunset which is... I think it's technically uh, right at the edge of Summerlin. So it's a really nice area. Brand new buildings, really, really nice. We really like it. It's about 10 minutes from the Strip. Yeah, and I know a lot of people probably that work there are going to be really happy because there's plenty of housing, at least compared to those other places, at a much cheaper rate. Oh, I mean, it's, it's really, really sad what we've done to California as far as the housing market's concerned. So um, we are constantly telling people, you know, if you want to come out there and work for us, we are providing incentives in order to bring talented people to Las Vegas who will not only contribute to our company, but will contribute to the economy and people are dying to leave California. Well, now uh, let's tell people where they can find out more about TrainPoint and, you know, maybe if they want to work for you, they'll have a place where they can send their resume. Absolutely. So the hyperlink for TrainPoint is www.trainpoint.com. Kept it pretty simple. And my email is e... Actually, let me give you the company email. <laughs> Admin at trainpoint.com. We will check that out. We can't wait for you. Maybe we'll, we'll check this back in a year, and it'll be amazing where uh, virtual reality is. Thanks so much for being with us. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Let's pivot now from training employees in the future to great desserts of today. In Las Vegas, there's no question. There is a ton, a ton of competition between great restaurants. There's all sorts of good restaurants and great pastries. And we're going to talk with one of the very best pastry chefs in not only Las Vegas, but in the United States. She was Pastry Chef of the Year for the Nevada Restaurant Association. Her name is Bridget Contreras, and she's the pastry chef for STK restaurant in the Cosmopolitan, a great place. Well, first of all, I read your story, uh, Bridget, and I found it really interesting that when you first got into it, 
pastries was something that came along later. It was. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me, Stephen. Um, yes, it definitely was something I fell into and I learned to love. It wasn't something that I wanted to do in the beginning, but now I do. Well, we're so glad you did. Was there something, I know you, you trained over at the Wilshire Restaurant, right, in Los Angeles. Was it something where you realized as you got into it, hey, I'm pretty good at this? That's exactly what it was. Um, I started creating, people were tasting and telling me, you're pretty good at this, like you should move forward with it. And I just, you know, always wanted to be a big bad chef in the kitchen and didn't want to do pastries. So, you know, after a while, uh, as the career kept going and people were telling me, you know, you should stick with it, I decided, you know what, I am. I I am pretty good at this, so I'm going to stick with it and see where it takes me. Well, I think uh, it makes a lot of sense because, you know, people remember that piece of pastry as much as they do any meal they have. And, you know, you don't just do sweet stuff, right? You also do some savory things. I saw you do a a side dish here uh, as well, uh, some sort of a tart or something. Uh, Is is that true? Sometimes, you know, uh, Chef Steven will ask me to help him out with, you know, the sweet side of the savory dishes, which I will. But um, not completely uh, fully composed savory dishes. I stick mostly to pastries. You know, you talk about Chef Steven, and I think that's important. You guys must work like a team, right? And how closely do you work? I mean, is it something that you kind of are thinking together in kind of a tandem of these meals or what? Uh, No, he usually handles the savory side, and I have full control of the pastry side. But we are in the kitchen every single day, (laughs) seven days a week. (laughs) Yes, we do get along. He's a great guy to work with. And we've been together for over four years now, so it's been a long time. Well, it's a real treat to come to the Cosmopolitan. It's a great place. So somebody has a big steak dinner. You know, I love the ribeye. You know, they're there. They're eating it. They've had a great meal. They want to top it off with something special. What kind of recommendations? And I know part of it is it, it depends on what time of year, too, doesn't it? It, it surely does. Um, I do tend to change the menu with the season. So depending on what time of the year you come in, um, we'll have different options. But we do have a few signature dishes that always stay on the menu yearly, year long. And they are? Uh, we do have a warm chocolate chip cookie with vanilla ice cream, a little bit of caramel sauce and hot fudge. And we always will have our sweet potato donuts with the maple glaze and candied pecans. That's the perfect way to end your meal here at STK. Wow. Okay. Now that we're all drooling and so forth, do you have any specials? Do you do something sometime that's just a little bit different? And, and is that kind of fun too? Yes, I do uh, change it up sometimes. I love working with chocolate. So we uh, right now have a flourless chocolate cake that's perfect for gluten-free guests. Um, It's layers of chocolate fudge, chocolate pudding, whipped cream, and covered in a dark chocolate glaze. So very uh, decadent for the chocolate lovers. Okay, you got to tell us too. Do you learn how to sell it? Because I know people are listening to this and going, oh my God. <laughs> for all the food, foodie, just people that just love great food, uh, it's pretty exciting. <laughs> Thank you. I think it just comes with the years of uh, explaining components and describing it to a lot of people. You just, I think it comes with the passion too. If you have the passion for it, it just flows easily when you're describing it to the guests. One of the things we're really excited about is you were working for STK in Los Angeles. They asked you to come out here, and you were a bit hesitant. Uh, What were you hesitant about? And more importantly, how do you feel about it now that you're here? You did your research. (laughs) 
Yes, I was. I just never thought I would leave California. I've just been, you know, that's my home, born and raised. Um, he pursued me, you know, for a while, and I just never thought I would live in Las Vegas. So I said, hey, let me, you know, give it a shot for a year and see where it takes me. And, and I'm on year four, and I don't think I want to move now. You are listening to Bridget Contreras, pastry chef at the STK restaurant at the Cosmopolitan Hotel on the Strip. I'm excited to welcome a new sponsor to Vegas Never Sleeps, the wonderful Orleans Hotel, conveniently located near the Strip, airport, and right next to the new home of the Las Vegas Raiders. You can get it all. Great lodging, great food and entertainment at the Orleans Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi, coast to coast on the BizTalk Radio Network. Two tight ends are lined up as tight ends. Back goes Darrell to pass. He's looking for Smith, but instead goes down the middle. Chester, touchdown Raiders! had gotten free at the five and was all alone in the end zone two yards in. That is the Oakland Raiders. No, not the Oakland Raiders of 2017, but the Oakland Raiders of 1972. And that's what we're talking about on a new feature called RaiderHistorian.com. You go there and we have every week different highlights from years of the past, including a look back at Al Davis, the owner, all the great games, the rivalries, the philosophy of the team, and so forth. It's a must as the Raiders head to Las Vegas in just another few years. If you're here in Las Vegas, you got to know that history, and if you're from Oakland and L.A., you'll want to relive that as well. RaiderHistorian.com The action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit OrleansCasino.com. Do you own a real business that makes real money? Not just an idea for a business, but a real revenue-generating business. Then we have what every business needs to run and grow. Cash. Call the Business Cash Advance Line, and in just five minutes, you could be well on your way to securing up to $1 million in funding for your business. Use the money however you want. Try new advertising, buy inventory, purchase equipment, or pay taxes and other bills. Call now to secure up to $1 million in less than a week. The process is quick and easy. Call the Business Cash Advance Line to speak with an account manager now. Representatives are standing by, so if you need to get up to $1 million in working capital to grow your business, don't wait. Call right now. 800-445-1099. 800-445-1099. Call now. 800-445-1099. That's 800-445-1099. Some knowledge belongs to us and us alone. The way our girlfriends walk, talk, touch their hair. Details that only a sister can know about her girls. But what about our other girls? The ones we carry with us every day. 
our bond with our sister girls gives life. But knowing your breasts can save it. Go to knowyourgirls.org for the facts you need on breast health. Brought to you by Susan G. Coleman and the Ad Council. And now, another film rental discovery. Welcome to the Indie Film Minute. Scorpions, Whitesnake, Bon Jovi. If you're a rock and roll fan, you'll recognize those as some of the biggest bands of the 80s. At giant concerts, these famous acts shared billing with another band that you have likely never heard of. Anvil. This genre-defining Canadian heavy metal band is profiled in the documentary Anvil, the story of Anvil. It follows the principal members of Anvil lead singer Lips Cudlow and drummer Rob Reiner. No relation to the director of This Is Spinal Tap. After 25 years of playing together, Lips and Reiner have now become ordinary family men, still pursuing their dream of gaining respect and recognition. Then, in quick order, they are booked for a European tour that quickly turns disastrous, receive an opportunity to record an album with a renowned producer, and have more than one I Quit moment. But Anvil doesn't paint a picture of failure. It has a strong comedic sense of self-mockery, and it takes the time to show off Lips and Reiner at their best in front of sold-out crowds and adoring fans. Anvil is a funny, captivating film about passion and survival with a fast-beating heart and triumphant spirit. And isn't that what rock and roll is all about? Anvil. The story of Anvil. Not in theaters. Discovery through rental. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas, from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? (laughs) That is the case. (laughs) Yeah. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to the award-winning pastry chef of the STK over at the Cosmopolitan Hotel, Bridget Contreras. Last question. Does it get your creative juices going in the fact that you live in a town where you're a great chef and you work for a great chef, but you're all, they're also great chefs not only just in this hotel, but up and down the strip and around town. Does that kind of motivate you or you know, what does that feel like? You know, it keeps me on my toes to be creative. You always, at least for a pastry chef, you always have to be in a good place to be creative. We're kind of like writers. And to have such good chefs around me, it motivates you to, you know, come up with bigger and better things. It's always, you know, this uh, business never sleeps. And there's always something new and coming. So you just have to be on your toes and do your research and test your recipes and hope that something amazing comes comes along you talked about like like with writers and so forth i'm always fascinated by people that can do that like I, I can cook stuff but not like you can right and that thing you know is it a certain thing where as you as you do it there are you constantly trying to sharpen those skills whatever it is to pick up some things because because i would imagine people think oh you do the same thing every night it gets routine and yet i don't see that from you at all and what i've read 
You know, we're a special breed. Like I said, you do have to be in a good mindset to come up with these creative ideas. Like sometimes I'm laying in bed and I think of chocolate or I think of mint and these ideas just pop in my head. So I get up and I jot them down and I come into the restaurant and I just start testing things out. And, you know, I, that's how I come up with my dishes. It's just trial and error, trial and error. You want to be there for those trials. as STK <laughs> Restaurant at the Cosmopolitan. Make sure you save room for dessert because uh, the pastry will be something you will remember. Bridget, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you so much for having me, Stephen. Let's turn now to another edition of Luxury Living Vegas Style with Gady Medrano. Have you ever logged on to the Zillow website? And more importantly, is that the answer to all your real estate questions? We talked with Gady about that. Does Zillow sometimes frustrate you? Because I know you can, and we can go on there, and they think, well, it's gospel. You know, it says it's worth that, it's that. And I know that never really fits. It's kind of a general estimate. I just had this conversation with um, a buyer the other day. Even Zillow, Zillow themselves tell you that they're off by approximately 12%. 12%, that's huge. (laughs) Do the math. That's massive. So that's by their own calculations, which I would argue are skewed. So, but unfortunately, again, that's the world we live in and buyers go there. So Zillow isn't designed for the consumer. No, it's designed for the realtor to capture them and to sell us the leads. So you have to keep that in mind as a consumer. They're not there to do you a public service. They're just trying to get your attention so a realtor can contact you. So don't take it as gospel. And they're not, this isn't, it's not a charity that they're doing and they're certainly and they try to just razzle dazzle you so don't fall for that and actually talk to an expert and gady is a true real estate expert you can reach her at gatyrealestate.com gady spelled g-a-d-y let's turn now to the art world with one of the nation's top art appraisers and the show expert on art brett mailey Is it difficult in your position, because art is so subjective, where you're looking at things from a certain way and sometimes you have to sometimes hurt maybe people's feelings that something that they think is wonderful, it's wonderful to them, but it might not be worth anything. Right. The one thing I've learned as an appraiser is to never make assumptions because, you know, there, there's a lot of paintings that are brought to me that, quite frankly, I wouldn't hang in my home in a million years, but they have value. And conversely, works that I think are, are incredible uh, are, are, you know, don't have the value. So, yes, you really have to, to kind of put your own personal opinions about art on the side when you're acting as an appraiser. You really have to look at it, to, you know, almost like a science. There's a methodology to it. Now, again, you know, as a, if I put my director cap on as far as what we bring into the gallery, that's when, again, the, the quality and the connoisseurship kind of comes in. But uh, I tell you what, I've had some paintings in here that I thought were but ugly that were worth, you know, tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, thanks, Brett. And you can find out about Brett and his wonderful gallery at artencounter.com. By the way, mention Vegas Never Sleeps and they'll send a limo out to pick you up from your hotel. Finally, it's time once again for your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. Scott and I today are talking about a new game in town, sort of. It's blackjack, but it's played in a large group where you compete one-on-one with the dealer. It's called stadium gambling. Yeah, it sounds more like the vibe you kind of now get from craps for a bunch of people sitting around the table. And it's kind of different because a lot of people associate blackjack with sitting and kind of getting 
to know the person, particularly if there's only one or two people at the table. So I guess this is good for somebody that doesn't want to have that kind of interaction. Yeah, I mean, it's these games can be as social as you'd like them to be. For me, talking to the dealer, hearing stories, like th- that's all very interesting to me. And you don't really get that at these because you're 20 feet away from the dealer. There's one dealer dealing to 20 people, 40 people. There's not that kind of connection. But you do have the option to the person next to you, you're you are literally playing the same hand against the dealer. So if you've got a 10 and a 2, the person next to you has got a 10 and a 2 as well. So you're in it together, or you can just kind of play your own game, your own terminal. You can be anonymous. You can make stupid bets. That's really the part I like about it, is you can make stupid bets. If you get a pair of kings, you can split them. You know, you're not supposed to, but you can. You, you're kind of in your own world, or it can be as social as you'd like it to be. And you can catch up with Scott every day at VitalVegas.com. You ever read the book Portnoy's Complaint? Well, there's a Portnoy in Las Vegas, and you won't have any complaints there. Some incredible artwork from the world of sports, entertainment, you name it, he can do it. Neil, what will people see when they visit the gallery? Well, the, the first word they're going to say, like everyone else, when they walk into the gallery is, wow. Um, I work with Magic Marcus. Look, people, if you smell those things for 10 minutes, you'll be just like me. Very, very unique and different. I don't paint. You put a paintbrush in my hand, I'm useless. But I, in the 45 years I've been doing this nationwide, I've illustrated some of the nation's top athletes, entertainers. I've done pet portraits, limited edition collectibles, raised money for uh, national charities through the sale of my commemorative lithograph program. Listen, you're going to come here expecting to be here 10, 15 minutes. I'm going to kick you out two and a half hours later. Well, in the meantime, then, if people want to see it before they come out here, where are you on the web? Uh, www.idrawpeople.com. You can go to Portnoy Gallery. You can go to Facebook, which has Portnoy Gallery, Neil, N-E-A-L. My mother could never decide which came first, the E or the I. Neil Portnoy. uh, Portnoy Gallery. Instagram, at Neil Portnoy on Twitter. Listen, I'm all over the place, which is probably in Vegas a very good thing. And it's well worth your time. Thanks, Neil. Thanks for listening. Be sure to listen next week as we will continue our look at some of the great restaurants of Las Vegas with the executive chef over at the Delmonico, Ronnie Rainwater. Have a great weekend. This is Stephen Maggi reminding you, Vegas never sleeps. Viva the action is hot, the atmosphere cool, and the parking is free. free. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Over 1,800 rooms, 70 lanes of bowling, an 18-screen movie theater, 8,000-seat arena, fabulous dining, virtual reality, a giant race and sports book, and the biggest stars are in the Orleans showroom. The Orleans Hotel and Casino, two blocks west of the Strip, minutes from the airport, with rooms starting at $45. This is how you Vegas. The Orleans Hotel and Casino. Visit orleanscasino.com.